0: Welcome back to this week's episode of the Jam Pod podcast. Um, are we are going to be talking about therapy sessions. And sometimes I feel this might just be my outlook, but sometimes I feel like this is a like a taboo topic because where mental health is concerned, I still think there's like a stigma around it. And a lot of times we only think that we should have therapy if we have like a mental health issue or we're going through a tough time or whatever. So we're going to each share about, I think each one of us have been to therapy. Um, We're going to therapy now. So we're going to kind of talk about why we go, the benefits from it, what we like about it, some of the taboo topics around it. Um, But first, don't forget that the wellness community that we the three of us host is open we are accepting new members um this week we've really been diving into nutrition and really using um a really nutrition method that I think all of us have used and that I'm using now. Um, Engagement's really great. So if you just need help with like fitness or nutrition or just to be supported around a really great community of women, um, I'll drop the form below. Make sure you fill it out. And then one of us will be in touch with you. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe. If you're loving what you're hearing or if you have a favorite episode, share it with a friend. Okay. Um, So let's dive into today's topic, therapy.
1: Yes, therapy. I have been in therapy consistently now since July of 2020. And I love my therapist. I found her on BetterHelp um, because I was looking for a local, obviously local, so I could, you know, go into the office or whatever. Um, But I was having, that was during COVID, but I was still having such a hard time around food like I always do. So I wanted somebody that kind of focused on not eating disorders, but sort of, kind of, I can't remember how it was stated, but, um, I have found her and she's amazing. I go to her like once a month now, because I feel like, I feel like sometimes I'm in like maintenance mode, if you will. Um, and I, I don't have like a mental health crisis going on, but I still need that constant monthly check in, um, you know, making sure to keep me in check, you know, mm-hmm. that that I'm not going off the rails somehow, because even though last year, you know, when I was on the Olympic and I was the Ozympic zombie, um, she could tell she could tell like when I when I came off of it, she could immediately tell. You know, she's like, you're just you're so different and things like that. But I'll tell you what, I've never I've, I've seen quite a few therapists in my time because I have always struggled with mental health since I was young and um, depression and anxiety and things like that. But I have never found somebody that I have connected with so well, like she curses, you know, she'll drop an F-bomb and it's just it makes me feel comfortable feels and like not you're talking to a
0: friend more than a therapist. Exactly. Yeah. Yep.
1: Exactly. And I wish I could hang out with her because I think that we would be really good friends. But she said, you know, after we stop, after we stop our, you know, visits or whatever, I have to wait two years before I could be your friend. I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep visiting with you instead. Yeah. I will Here's my money. You, I'll pay you to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's one friend that I do have to pay for. But I'm telling you, it even if, like I said, if I'm not having, you know, a, a particular crisis or something at the moment, it just makes me feel better to talk to her because maybe I am having just some tiny minute thing going on, you know. She can help me talk it out, or if I, you know, helps me to bring up conversations with Matt, or you know, just just helps me navigate my life in a way that I hadn't had previously. Mm-hmm. So I. I I just, I'm all for it. I think if you find the right one and, and sometimes it takes time, you know, you have to go through several people to find the right one. And I took a long break from therapy, but I have, I did have like a breakdown during COVID and I was having like really bad panic attacks and stuff. And so, um, you know, my medication wasn't right, but I needed to go, I needed to go to therapy Mm -hmm. and I sought it out and it was the best thing.
2: Was that around the time that you started waxing your armpits on
0: Instagram? <laughs> <live>? <laughs> my God, that was hysterical.
1: And maybe, maybe I was losing my mind. I don't know. It was, it was COVID.
2: I just, or I'm just was, kind of connecting the dots. I'm like, hmm, maybe that was around that. <laughs> we
0: <Was> got <that>
1: triggering?
0: <laughs> so, so Mel, it, it sounds like, to me. it sounds like also, so there's this new term, relatively new term, right? This whole life coach mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. out in the world. He and, is- and so I think a lot of people are more accepting to say, oh, I have a life coach because right. I think there's less stigma around it. But yeah. it sounds like, like in your case, your therapist is really more of a life coach. Meaning she can help you with your relationship. She can help you with your anxiety or depression. She can help you with your food. She can maybe help you with, you know, your career, you know, if if you're have going whatever, whatever your mind needs to go through and work out, she's mm-hmm. there to support you and whatever. So um I think that's a really good um thing to bring up is that like if somebody says that they have a life coach, they have a therapist. You know what I mean, even well, if that even if that life coach isn't a licensed
1: therapist, that's still somebody that's helping you navigate the world,
0: yeah mm-hmm. and, like and sound
1: your mm-hmm. mind, yeah, yeah, they're helping you, so I think if you want to call it a life coach or a therapist or you know a, a voodoo person, I don't know whatever <laughs> you want <laughs> a Reiki a Reiki you know they it, it it's all helping your mental health, yeah you know, and it's just so beneficial. I, I mean, of course, there are days that I don't want to go to therapy, because I'm like, I just know that I'm going to cry. You know, I know beforehand if I'm going to cry. Yeah. And there's just some days where I just don't want to cry, you know, so I will try to redirect the conversation, you know, and, and maybe I'll put it on her because I love listening about her travels. And, you know, I will talk about her the first five minutes of the the meeting, you know? So, um, yeah, it's just, I can't, I can't just praise her enough for helping me to get through some of the things that it has helped me in the past four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd have to
2: say mine is more recent, um, but I've kind of done it on and off and just kind of haven't really found the right person. And I, so this time I did it the same way Mel through, you know, this app and, it's virtual, and, and, you know, I can send her a message when I need to, or I can go to a, you know, they have group sessions and things like that to join. And it's just more of like a, I don't know, for me, a way to talk and, you know, like voice what's going on up here as Mm -hmm. opposed to keeping it all inside and, and going for, you know, and just bottling it up. That's, that's my problem is everything is just, I bottle everything up instead of just saying it. And so I think, you know, one of our, you know, they have little things where you can make goals and stuff like that. And, and ultimately like communication is one of my big ones. And so just being able to talk with someone and, and, have someone be non-judgmental about whatever it is I'm thinking or mm-hmm. feeling or whatnot. Then, mm-hmm. then you know, it's I don't know. It's just kind of like a freeing experience, and just mm-hmm. um, I don't know. You just feel a little bit better afterwards.
1: Yeah, I, know, I so. totally do. Every session, you know, whether we bring up anything new that's you know that hasn't been discovered yet or something. You know, it's yeah. So I'm right there with you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 that's you know my part is you know I'm still in the discovering phase, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: if you will.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's still still a little fresh. Right. I've had oh my God. I've been in therapy on and off like email since like high school, mm-hmm. um, and. I have always had a um, negative, not experience, but a negative connotation with therapy because whenever I was in therapy in high school, it was because, like, I attempted suicide, right? And so it was, it was, it was like, why do I have to, like, I don't want to talk about what I'm going through
1: and mm-hmm. plus, when
0: you're like in high school, it's like you're afraid of being 100% open because you don't know what they're going to do with that information. And it's just, right. it's just a whole bunch right. of like, they're going to tell unknowns. their mom or, yeah. okay, you know, like who are they going to tell? Or, exactly. Well, and
2: even, you know, like this is, I'm not going to date you, Jen, but, you know, during that time, like you went to see a therapist, it was like, well, they're crazy. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah, and you mm-hmm. need to be on medication and yeah. watch out for her because she's gonna snap and all this stuff. Like that was that's how when we grew up, that was what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't yeah. see the therapist because that meant you were really yep. fucked up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so whenever um I would be going through that, and then like, you know, I never really found one like also, like, at that time, like, to your point, a lot of the therapists, at least that I was exposed to, were, like, older. Mm-hmm, and it, and mm-hmm. it's like, you don't know what the hell I'm going through. Like, it's like every single thing that teenage teenagers think about, that nobody has gone through this before, nobody can relate. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to tell this older person, who's, like, my parents' age, of mm-hmm. what I'm going through. And it's like you have no idea. You have Mm -hmm. no clue. Right. Um, and so I just never had that really good experience with a therapist. And so, um, and then, you know, like during my divorce, we went to like couples therapy, trying to work that out. And again, just didn't mesh well. Um, and I still like I still talk to somebody. So it's like through, I'm still trying to find somebody that I really connect with. Mm -hmm. Um, My, my insurance goes through like behavioral health, like this group. um, But they just call you on the phone. And I think I really need to find somebody that's in person where I can go and just sit Mm -hmm. there and just kind of connect with. And I think to your point mel I think it's really important that you connect with like emotionally with somebody or they're around your age they've had similar life experiences that type mm-hmm. of thing and i still have like a lot of trauma even just from my childhood or yeah cancer yeah. or mm-hmm. um you know being a people pleaser or even just freaking work you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. i had a complete meltdown a mental breakdown what was that like 2 weeks ago now where i literally checked out of work i had to call off i was sleeping all the time like it wasn't i was not in a great space and mm-hmm. so i had my medication i had some medication added i feel pretty good now mentally mm-hmm. but i'm also to this point where it's like I'm really starting to, I, I need to talk to somebody because I'm getting to the point where it's like, why am I busting my ass for somebody else whenever mm-hmm. that hard work isn't recognized? And I'll tell you what, I know this is a segue, but what triggered my meltdown was I bust my ass for my job and I got mm-hmm. a means on my year end, eval, eval. Yeah. and I was mm-hmm. like how dare you give me a meats whenever I'm over here wearing four or five different hats
1: mm-hmm.
0: right and and that was really was a, that really was a trigger for me mm-hmm. yeah and that and that
1: meats that's just like the it's like in the middle yeah right? it's it's not above average or it's just average yeah like yeah that's unacceptable
0: yeah and so then my my thought process was like okay you give me meats I'll definitely give you meats you know what I mean? But then I also have this work. Oh, hi. <laughs> but then I also have this, like, that's not my work ethic. Right. Um, but I think it's good just like to have I need to find somebody that one I can go go there with um, somebody that I connect with, somebody that has similar life experiences. I think finding somebody that really specializes in trauma or cancer, mm-hmm. I think, is somebody that I really need to find. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've even said, like, to Kevin, not recently, but in the past, like, you know, what does he think about, like, couples therapy? And not that we're going through, like, a rough patch or anything, but sometimes I think it's just, you know how, like, sometimes, you know, we're afraid to bring up topics. I'm sure they're afraid. Like, I know Kevin is afraid to bring up certain topics. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, I think it's just healthy to have that third party who can look at the situation totally objective um and kind of give you pointers and not that you're going through anything but kind of point you in the right direction as to how to just enhance your relationships Mm -hmm. and even just me having kids um we just had a family session this past monday um And like with my ex-husband, like my ex-husband, kids, me, like we went and had like a group session just because I think there's a lot of things going on as a co-blended family that sometimes you have to work through. And so it was a really good session. I think we all walked away from it really, really good. And I think a lot of people, especially in that co-parenting relationship, therapy could help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. therapy could help so much like it's not just I think a lot of times I guess my point in saying all that is a lot of times we feel like oh I need therapy but there's nothing wrong with taking somebody else to that therapy session right like like Mel like if you and Matt are having like if you don't know how to bring up something to him it might be beneficial for you guys to have a group session especially if there's a topic that's really difficult cuz then you mm-hmm. could bring it up in a safe space and you have somebody there that could be totally objective um and kind of like support you in bringing it up and then also be there to support him as he receives it you mm-hmm. know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i think i think a lot of times people think of oh i need therapy but that's really not the case don't be afraid to bring in somebody else to that session
2: right right and then they'll they'll give you the the guidance or the tools, if you will, to be able to carry that on, you
1: know. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. You know, and there, you know, even though I've been seeing her for this long, there are still things that I don't want to bring up, like from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, if you're ever ready, I'm here for you. You know, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just not ready. Yeah. You know. And um, and I think, you know, like for you, Jen, uh, and and I think for Matt, too, like when you're going through cancer or something like that, you know, it would I think that because my mom should have had some uh, therapy after her cancer. I think that's just such a life changing event that you don't know how to think it. You don't know how to, you know, move through it or anything like that. And I think that is super beneficial you know, and I I would suggest that to Matt, but I don't think he's agreeable to therapy. But I don't know; I've well, never asked.
0: Well, and that's and that's like everybody talks about. It doesn't have to be cancer, but it can be any kind of diagnosis. Everybody talks mm-hmm. about like while you're going through it,
1: mm-hmm. but they don't
0: talk about afterwards. After. Like, you know, yeah. know what I mean? And people just think myself included, thought, oh, after I'm done with all of this, I'm just going to go back to how I was before. My body's going to bounce back. My mind's going to bounce back. I'm going to be that exact same person. And you're just not. And you Mm -hmm. have to learn how to grieve the person that you're no longer and learn how to accept the person. And that doesn't just go for me. That goes for your partner also. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. things that Kevin and I like were completely different and it's very. God bless him. I mean, he's so patient and kind and just, you know, if it was probably anybody else, they'd be like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Like I'm, I'm tapping yeah. out, you know, but like you Mel, like there's, you know, there's that support, but you also have to have that, those lines of communication. Cause I don't want him to start resenting me. Right because i'm different and so i just really try to be like okay this is what i'm thinking just so that you know it's nothing against you i'm just like i'm there's a blockage and i don't know mm-hmm. how to let that blockage go for whatever reason right and i think yeah. that's just really important after cuz like i said nobody talks about life after any kind of diagnosis they just don't right.
1: no they, they just say
2: they just say oh you're in remission or yeah. or whatever and like well what the hell does that mean? Right? Yeah. Like, do I have to make sure I do all these things? Mm-hmm. Am I taking a shitload of medications forever? Am I, you know, everything has changed. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and that's like, you know, Matt's still going through his antibody treatments and everything, but not once have they ever said, you know, Check out a therapist for your mental health. You know, how is this affecting you mentally? You know, they just look, check his blood. And that, I mean, it's so routine every time he goes in, but there's nothing extra. Like, and I think that's right, like
2: uh, those questions just saying, you know, yeah, even how are you? You know, maybe they ask, how are you feeling? But that's
1: more physical than right, mental. right. Mm-hmm. And I know my mom struggles with it bad because my mom has a predisposition to depression and anxiety. And that's where I got it from. And my sister, my brother somehow escaped it. Don't know how. Maybe it's the male genes. But um, or he can. Or he hides uh, it better. uh, Yeah. (laughs) But um, my mom, she battled cancer twice within a couple of years. And she had a heart attack at the same time as her first cancer diagnosis. So I know Like and she even told me the other day, she's like, I'm not the same. She said, I don't feel the same. I'm I'm just, you know, I'm not the same person. And she said, I feel like crap all the time. You know, I'm tired of feeling like crap all the time. But and I know for her that she would have benefited greatly because she had to quit her job. She lost so much of herself, you know, going through all of that, that she would have benefited from therapy. Yeah. But it was never suggested. You know,
0: well, and you know what? Like, even if it was, do you think she would go? Like, I feel like, I feel like our parents are, cause Andrea, coming back to your point earlier. Whenever they if if it was like a bad stigma when we were going, they probably didn't even have therapy mm-hmm. when our parents mm-hmm. were growing up, and it was just like you don't talk about your feelings, you don't talk about anything. It was kind of like you figure right. things out as you go, right? Yeah. And well, I don't geez, even when think- when
2: they when they were our age, it was like you know you got a lobotomy if you saw you know yeah. they didn't have a therapist, yeah. they had a psychiatrist, and you got a lobotomy.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean. <laughs> Like, like, I know my mom could so benefit from it, um, but she would never, mm-hmm. never go and talk to somebody because I feel like, I, I feel, this is just my opinion, that they look at it as if it comes out of my mouth, then I'm emitting something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Well, when I was younger... Um, and this was before my brother passed away. So I think it was probably 88 or 89, something like that. My mom went to a facility because she was having a nervous breakdown. And um, she, saw, she sought out therapy there because you have to, you got to go to group therapy and do all of that stuff. But she continued even after she got home. But she said, had she not went through that, it would have never prepared her the way it did for my brother's death. So my mom is not opposed to it. My mom is just lazy now and doesn't want to go to the doctor.
2: <laughs> well, and then, you know, back at, you know, at that time, you know, she, she checked herself in somewhere. So it's like, how long was she, how long was she in there? You know, was it mm-hmm. not only I just don't remember. I'm so young.
0: That can be traumatizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Now that place is like a haunted house sanitarium.
0: Yeah, I mean whenever I <laughs> I had to be hospitalized after I attempted and mm-hmm.
2: um and well then you realize like how how normal you are yes. compared to
0: everybody else. And yes, mm-hmm. cuz I was I was like, you know, I was still depressed or whatever, but then you see things and it's like, Jennifer, like, come Snap on. Snap out of it. <laughs> like <laughs> right. These people are legit crazy and you're just having like a pity party and like, you're fine kind of yeah, thing.
2: Yeah. Well, I but didn't also not, that. But was... also not fine because it's, obviously, there's a reason I mean, why yeah, you were there. I mean, yeah, there, there's
0: a reason why I was but, there, but it was just like. But there's, like,
2: extremes. It would be a lot worse. It's, yeah, there's extremes and you're just, you know, if you, it's almost like if you let it continue, you could be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is, you're kind of in that first phase, first, you know, area where it's like yeah it's bad but like we're we're gonna we're trying to reverse it now and before it gets to to there yeah yeah
0: and I think too you know you have all of the pressures of you know being your teenage years and and everything that goes along with well with that but then like I said my my mom grew up in an in an atmosphere where you just didn't talk about things right mm-hmm. and so that mm-hmm. kind of passed down i don't want to say that we never talked about things but i always still felt like if i would say something that she was going to judge me mm-hmm. um right. and so i always get on the defense even now i get on the defense sometimes whenever she asked me questions because i'm like oh here it comes like this is gonna Right, like, here comes the lecture. Happen. Yeah, and yeah. so I've really been very um, conscious of that with, like, my kids. And I'm just, I may be too open, some people might think, or they might think. But I just figure if I would rather have a super open relation, Like, me and my kids talk about everything. Right. And which I think is really good. I mean, I'm I'm proud that they can come to me and they can talk to me and I also make it known, "Hey, if you can't come to me, then go to Kevin or go to like one of your friends' moms." Like and and I think that's really good too is like I've made myself readily available for any of their friends, for Xavier's mm-hmm, girlfriend, mm-hmm. and I know their friends' moms or dads have done the same and um, yeah I don't know. I just think it's, I think it's super important, especially like at Gabriel's school, there's so many suicides. Mm -hmm. I think just our kids put so much pressure on themselves and- Mm -hmm. Especially when you have social media. And so it's a constant comparison game. It's not like when we grew up, you got to go to school, you compared yourself, but then you got to escape it whenever you went home. Like everybody's trying to record everything and capture everything and then throw it in your face. And it's just, it's just a lot. And I think that, I think if we can provide a space safe space for our kids and let them know hey just because you need to talk to somebody it doesn't mean that you're crazy it doesn't mean that anything's wrong right. it just means right. that i don't know how to help you and this person may and yeah exactly exactly it's I, no different than you having a cold
1: yeah you know? i would i don't know how in the world i would survive in these times as a as a teenager i just don't know i'd i i you know, because it's so hard enough as an we adult didn't have
0: phones when we were growing up like that. Like we yeah. had like, you know,
1: if the you wanted to phone. text,
0: it took you forever because you had to hit the same button to get the third letter. Yeah. Ten cents.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, cents. Had a, I had a beeper. <laughs> the fuck, Mel, were you a drug dealer? You had a beeper? <laughs> I was just like, I'm I'm getting a beeper.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I got to take this <laughs> and then you go find a. Then you have to go find a pay phone pay phone
2: <laughs> hotel pager friendly I'm not getting a sing on my beep
1: <laughs> hangover <laughs> uh. Uh. but you know also this is my therapy um, oh, this is uh, with with you too. It, it's just so much therapy, and you know, it doesn't have to be like all feely and lovey dovey. It's just having that connection, yeah, mm-hmm. with with other folks, and and just to make you laugh. And I think that that is just one of the things that I treasure about us the most is that it doesn't matter what we are laughing, yeah, we're gonna laugh, and I love it.
0: Yeah, and I will say too is that. You know how some friends friends mm-hmm. um when you go for like a period of time and you don't like talk to them they're just like well fuck you like what's yeah. like why why are you not talking to me like what the what's what's mm-hmm. the deal you know but then, and then I feel like you have to like apologize for it. Like, I'm sorry, I'm being a really crappy friend or whatever. I don't feel that way with y'all at all. Like,
1: Mm-mm.
0: you know, like I woke up this morning to like 18 messages from you guys, <laughs> like chit chat going back and forth. <laughs> and, and I was just like I, like, I got caught up and I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is what we're talking about. But it was just, um, like I don't feel that way. I feel like we yeah. all get each other. And mm-hmm. if somebody's not responding, it's either like they're busy or they're just like tapped out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. not like something where we hold each like get resentment over. Which is right. nice. It's not just if you guys
2: are like, y'all okay, and we give the thumbs up, then we yeah. just carry on, you know? Carry yeah. on. Yep. Exactly.
1: Well, I think this has been a wonderful episode because so many people are scared of trying to seek out therapy and trying to seek out help. And I think that the more that we talk about it, the more that people will feel comfortable and they'll realize they're not alone yeah. and mm-hmm. and so I think uh, thank y'all for you know agreeing to this episode and this topic and um yeah, maybe we'll we'll revisit it again and see see how we're doing.
0: So the link that you found your therapist at Mel is it open to everybody? Is it through your insurance or? (laughs) Um, I went through BetterHelp. That right,
1: but is it like is that
0: for anybody? Like, can anybody use that?
1: Yeah, it just you look for your location. I think. Okay. I think that's what you do, and so I found her, and then it said like in person and virtual, you know, and it had her listing.
0: Yeah, so if you send me that link, I'll just drop it down in the notes. Um, or in the show notes and then same thing with like your, you, Andrea, like the app, whatever you used, I don't know if it's, well, an it's, a, it's actually thing the or... same thing. And then, okay. um, it doesn't take,
2: well, I, I tried to use my FSA card, but it doesn't accept it, but some people's might, you yeah. know, might be able to do it that way or get reimbursed for it, that sort of thing. So, um, you can try it, but I'll, yeah. I'll send a link for yeah. it. Yeah. I think mine is mostly a uh, virtual thing now so i don't know if they've changed yeah. their um i mean the woman i have is in my state like so you get matched with someone in your state um mm-hmm. obviously for like legal purposes and things like that is there that's yeah. what they practice um but uh i don't know i mean if i called her up and said i wanted to meet in person probably but she lives in like greenville so you know Right,
1: right,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: i I can't remember because it's been so long all of the op the options whenever you're checking, yeah. you know.
0: That's okay. Mm-hmm, so. As long as it's open to everybody, I'll mm-hmm. just drop it down below in the show notes. That way, if, if you're ha- if you want to see somebody but you don't really know where to start, maybe this is a good place for you to start. Mm-hmm, also, mm-hmm. um, I mean, if you through your employer, don't forget you there's like usually that um, EAP, yeah, yep. EAP, where you have that. You know, you can call anonymously and just kind of talk, and and mm-hmm. then also like every insurance has some sort of behavioral health. Um, providers in, in your network. So right, yeah. you, know, you can go and, and call the number and, you know, talk to your insurance rep and see who's, they can provide you like with a list. Like whenever I asked for mine, they provided me a list of like so many doctors within a certain radius and yeah. I just Googled them and went, went about it that way. So, I mean, it does take a little bit of legwork, um but at least these are options for you to get started and then don't forget also it might take some, it might take some trial and error and so mm-hmm. you might go see somebody and you're like no definitely not yeah don't just d- don't just toss in the t- towel try somebody else and then just know you're probably going to have to have those initial conversations a couple times right mm-hmm. until you find the provider that, that you really connect with that that you know you really um can talk to and right. um you know there's life coaches there's therapists there's reikis you know if you're not real big on talking but you want higher energy and that emotional connection emotional support seek a reiki out i um i've done that multiple times i really enjoy it
1: mm-hmm. um it's mm-hmm. just something
0: totally different um yeah you know so try all of those different things but i'll drop those links below um you know, if you find this helpful, share it with a friend. Um, if you have anything that you want to share, drop it down in the comments. Otherwise, we'll just see you next week and chat them.